to me as a person that's willing to serve, willing to do whatever needs to be done without being asked. Mm -hmm. You're willing to give of your time. You're willing to give of your whatever you got to do to make something right, to fix it, to serve others, putting somebody before you. That's something I can grow toward, leadership, being in a position to help make change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Five Questions with Dr. K. Welcome to another edition of Five Questions with Dr. K. I am your host, Erica Kelly, and I'm so glad you tuned in today. I have another great guest, a wonderful community leader, someone I admire and respect. His name is William Smart. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Thank you for being with us and sharing your wisdom on this topic that we have today. I can't wait to dive into it. Okay. <laughs> so today's topic is leadership. Wow. Okay. And when I thought about that, as I told you, as I was getting prepared for this, I thought about leadership and I thought about you just from what I know about you. You have been a tremendous asset to our community, blessing, but you've always done things in a way that I can tell you have a gift of leadership. You know, that's one of your strengths. Okay. And so I, I want you to share a little bit about how that came to be. And we're going to begin with you just telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, and your family. Okay, thank you. Uh, Well, my name is William Smart. I was born here in Monroe, Louisiana. This is home for me. Believe it or not, I never want to leave here. This Mm -hmm. is always a place that I want to live. My parents, Donna and Roosevelt, Smart. I'm thankful both of them are still living today. They've been married over 55 years together. So. I'm one of three siblings. I have an older sister and a younger brother, so I'm the middle child, and a lot comes with that. Yes, you know, it is. You can get the short end <laughs> or you can get a lot, so, but I'm in the middle. Okay. But we're a very close family. I uh, come from a hard-working family. I've been married to my wife, Michelle, for 25 years, yeah. over 25 years. Congratulations. Been, thank you, ma'am. Uh, we've been together for a long time now. A little bit about me. I love people. I uh, mm-hmm. love to be around people. You know, I don't have any big hobbies. If you want to talk about hobbies, really? imagine that. A yeah. guy that don't have big hobbies. Well, I don't have no expensive hobbies. Okay. I don't hunt. I don't fish. don't play golf. Uh, that takes a lot of money. But I would think uh, it's not a hobby. But one thing I do uh-huh. like doing, uh-huh. I enjoy dancing. Do you really? I enjoy dancing. And I like <laughs> listening to music. Now, when it comes to dancing, <laughs> I am the one that if it's nobody on the dance floor, I don't mind getting out there and starting really? by myself. Yeah, I'm not shy about this. What so, you say, so Mr. Smart? So right. I do, I do enjoy dancing. You know, as far as family wise, my family they've been supportive all mm-hmm. all the time that I've been coming up. Yeah, so. and I can tell you came from a good family because you just have a good heart. You you are very professional with your business and the way you handle yourself, and a lot of that can be rooted in the family that you came from. You know yeah. what I mean? That yeah. your father and your mother they raised you well. You yeah. Know? Very hardworking parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Okay, so you live here in Northeast Louisiana in a wonderful and great city of Monroe in the state of Louisiana. How has that shaped you into the person and the community leader that you have become? Okay, so, uh, so first let me start with my family. I think my family was the first uh, because I was very fortunate in growing up in a community where uh, my immediate family all lived within a block of me. Mm-hmm. My aunt lived next door. Mm-hmm. My Grandparents lived in a block behind me. Mm-hmm. My uncle lived the same street of her. 
So I was very fortunate to have all of them around me, which encouraged me along the way. They were very, very supportive of me as I was coming up. And what brought me as a community leader, I would think, the various type of jobs I've had over the years. Okay. And I would start with that talking about as a young man, my first job that I had wasn't a paying job. I worked at a pool hall. For free? For free. Mm. But it was, the, the job was racking balls, mm-hmm. racking pool balls. I couldn't afford to pay this quarter every time. So the man that owned it, he said, hey, if you rack all the balls, you can shoot as much pool as you want. Mm. And so that was my first job that didn't have taxes or Social Security. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but as I went along, my first real job was working at the Warehouse Seafood Restaurant, number one, here in Monroe. That's yeah. one of the, uh, I guess, better restaurants here in our town. But I started out there as a busboy. Okay. Uh, busing tables. And then I moved on to cooking. And then I was shucking oysters. Mm. And, you know, and a lot I learned a lot from that. I, I encountered with different type of people. Yeah. And so from the warehouse restaurant, my next job was working at J.C. Penney's. Okay. I was at a clothing store uh, mm-hmm. where I was, I was in the men's suit department. Okay. And from there, along the way, I was around people who gave me a lot of positive encouragement. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about Northeast Louisiana, how this area shaped me, I think the people around this area shaped me because I was around various people in the community. Uh, this area is a Southern hospitality type community, mm-hmm. where it's yes, sir, no, yeah. sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Uh, and if you don't speak to people when you see them, people get upset. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So all of that, yeah. just how you deal with people. Uh, so that helped me along the way. Okay. All right. And so I know when we think about some of these jobs we had when we were younger, you know, of course, a lot of us did it because we just wanted to make money, have money to hang out with our friends. Right. This and that, but there are a lot of skills that we learn from beginning jobs. People skills, how to treat people with respect, how to be on time for a job, how to do what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? So, yes, I do. I, I like the things and the skills that you learn when you first start a job. Now, this is a community that definitely is a community of faith. So, first of all, were you raised in church? That's the first question. Uh, yes, I was. I was raised in church, and everything that has to do with me kind of centered around that. Mm-hmm. When I think about that, even as a young man uh, coming up, I can remember as far back as a child, I was always attending Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started in Sunday school, was always there in Sunday school class. Uh, as kids, back then you had, and I always went to morning worship, but as when I was younger, they always had, and they have it today, Vacation Bible School, Ooh, yes, or they yes. have Youth Encampment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have all those type of programs for kids. And we had a drama class. I'll never forget it. You had a drama and you did plays. Mm-hmm. And from that, I know that's where I got my first experience in public speaking. Really? Yeah. At church? Yeah. You know, you got to oh. get in front of all these people, you, all your members of your church family, and you're yeah. standing there, you've got your speech, you got to re- remember parts or yeah. remember plays, and uh, I can always remember the first one, I was really nervous to yeah. get up, you turn around and you see all these faces looking at you, yeah. but it got me ready for something I didn't know I was going to need mm. in the future, but that was my first start of public speaking and then getting in front of a, a crowd of people, but as an adult today, I'm still involved. Uh, with my faith in, in church. You know, mm-hmm. I serve as a deacon in my church. Uh, I'm a member of the choir. Okay. So I oh, believe it or not, like, okay. I can do a little follow la la la. <laughs> uh, that all here from uh didn't know I could sing. Mm-hmm. I was I was 
I was in the band. I forgot about that. Really? I was in the band, but as far as singing, mm-hmm. I never knew I could sing. Okay. We had, um, actually, she's she's gone. Miss Bonner was my teacher. She was mm-hmm. in, I was at church, and you're out there in the audience, and you're singing, and she said, I hear you. You can sing a little bit. Yeah. And I said, no, I don't think I can. She said, well, you need to come to rehearsal. And uh, that was my first experience getting in the choir. And from there, I've been singing ever since. Um, okay. And then I know I had that gift. But when you talk about faith and when you talk about raising the church, mm-hmm. I would have to say, for me, my favorite scripture is Isaiah 40, 31. Okay. And Isaiah 40, 31 helps me as a leader. Mm. They that wait upon the Lord shall sure. renew their strength. Sure. They right. shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and walk and not shall not faint. faint. Right. And so when I think about the eagle, I think of leadership yeah. because the leader, because the eagle, he's patient, mm. he's methodical in his thinking before he goes down to his prey. And, you know, and all those assets of that eagle represents a leadership to me. Yeah. And so what, and my faith keeps me anchored every day. Mm. That's and good. how I make decisions. I love how you analyze that particular scripture and you applied it to something that's, that's usable for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I also love, as you were talking about church, I love seeing church as this place to develop your gifts and talents. Yes. Like you said, you can have a lot of gifts and talents. You'll never even know you have them. But church is right. this place where you can develop into this person that God wants you to be. Exactly. So, yeah. And I think it really has. And I still, you know, like you say, hold to that today. Yeah. Well, let's talk about leadership. Again, you have a lot of experience in leadership. You are a leader uh, in the community. You're a leader in your current position. So let's talk about what are the characteristics of a good leader? Okay. Wow. When I think about that, when I think about leadership, or when I looked at other people, or mm-hmm. I think it's self, mm-hmm. I think about, one, you have to be able to relate to others. Mm-hmm. I think if that person can you know, understand people's situation, it makes you a stronger leader. Right. Okay. Have a sense of empathy for people. Yes, empathizing. Uh, empathizing with others. You got to be able to lead by example. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't ask you to do anything, Miss Erica, mm-hmm. without being able to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Willing to be transparent. All right. You want people to be able to trust you. You right. want people to know that, hey, what you say is true. Uh, treat people how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You hear that all the time, but I, I really mean that. I sleep good at night. And the reason I sleep good at night is because I treat people how I want to be treated. Yeah. And that's and I would hope that everybody want to be treated fairly. Right. right and right. so if you treat people fairly uh, as a leader, I think you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Be open to constructive criticism. criticism. Mm-hmm. Some people feel like you can't tell them anything as a leader, but uh, you have to be open to criticism. Willing to admit that you have made a mistake. I was going to ask you about that. You know, because leaders hey, do not like to admit they've made mistakes. Yeah, they want to keep this certain facade. Yeah. Everything's perfect. Yeah, but... And when you make a mistake, the, the good part about it, if you're going to go forward and fix it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, because nobody's always right. Nobody's always perfect. Right. You have to have the ability to, um, I think, train others. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got all this knowledge and you're just sitting on it for yourself and you're not trying to help no one else along mm-hmm. the way, what type of leader are you, right. in my opinion? Mm-hmm. Uh, be able to tell people, you know, recognize when your peers or someone is doing something and tell them thank you. Mm-hmm. That you appreciate them, mm-hmm. that you're seeing the work that they do. Yes, we all need our money. We all need a paycheck, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you want to be valued at what you do, mm-hmm. and so and appreciate it. So, just to say thank you means a lot. Uh, let them know that you appreciate them. Then consider what is best for the entire team when you're making a decision as a leader, not just for a few people. Look at the whole big picture. Yeah. So, yeah, I completely agree with that. I think you are right about a lot of it. 
leaders have a lot of things they have to really think about before they are good leaders. And I think that's what we're in need of, good leaders. Right. Not just people who want titles right. and want people to follow them or behave in the way that they want them to just because they have a title. Right. And then you got to understand, too, it's, it's not taking that you got all this power. Mm-hmm. Like I tell people all the time, leadership, you can lose a job you just have different responsibilities that's how i analyze leadership Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're right you're right so what if someone doesn't see themselves as a leader right but maybe they have a few qualities here and there but if you know maybe they were somewhere in the the place they were at even their job is saying we need leaders and they don't see themselves as that you know sometimes when you don't see yourself as a leader you don't always act like a leader and so someone and, and i'll say in my case i didn't see that and I will tell you a short story behind that is okay. I was at a previous job mm-hmm. and things were going in different directions. Mm-hmm. And, and, and some things I was like, man, I wish they would do this. I wish they would do this to make it better. Mm-hmm. And I went to the person that was in leadership. Mm-hmm. He was coming through the building and I was sharing something with him that I would like to see done. He said, OK, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And he said, what are you going to do about it? I said, what do you mean by that? He said, well, you got to put yourself in position." to be that person to help make change. So yeah. it sparked. Sometimes you don't see it, but someone can say something, then the light bulb comes on mm-hmm. for you to say, okay, that's something I can grow toward, leadership. Yeah. Being in a position to help make change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, so let's make it personal. Let's talk a little bit about mentors. I know when I think about leadership, even for me personally, like you just said, for me, it was never something I even saw myself as. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's something I'm trying to be better at or develop into. Yeah. But for me, I've had to have mentors. I have to have people I can look to right. to say, okay, you have certain qualities that I feel like you know I can aspire to. Yes. So even in your own life, who are some of the leaders that you admire? Well, I would tell you, you know, a lot of times you're thinking most people are going to say, right. say all the, the famous stars. Yeah, the visual people. The visual mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, it was my dad. Really? It really okay. was. And I would tell you why I would say it was my father. One was hard work. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw my dad for 30 years work two jobs. Mm-hmm. He would go to one job, 8 o'clock to 12 o'clock, come home, sleep like a bear, snowing, everything, get up at one, go to another job. I saw him do that for 30 years. So Mm -hmm. it it showed me hard work, Mm -hmm. the example of hard work. Mm -hmm. Then when I think about dependability as a leader or as a mentor, you want somebody you can depend on. Mm -hmm. And so when I saw him always on time for everything that he went to, you can depend on him, you can call on him. I saw that. Mm -hmm. When I think about servant. Or a servant type spirit. I think a leader ought to be a servant. Define that. For someone who's never heard that before, what does servant mean? Servant to me is a person that's willing to serve, willing to do whatever needs to be done without being asked. Mm -hmm. Not to be pride. You don't have to get paid. You're willing to give of your time. You're willing to give of your whatever you got to do to make something right, to fix it, Mm -hmm. to serve others, putting somebody before you. And not looking for people to recognize you, just doing it behind the scene. Or you're not looking at it as a form of weakness, like you bowing down to them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. To be able to humble yourself to do what needs to be done Mm -hmm. and not say I'm too good for that. I I looked at my father as a servant. He was always giving people rides to different places. He was always helping others at all times. Mm -hmm. Uh, I admired that. If it was something, like I said, if it was something that needed to be done, he would take care of it. And so for me, when I saw that, and he was able to always 
that mentor to correct me when I was wrong. Even in my wrongness, he was telling me why he was doing something, what's the consequences were going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I know he loved me, he right. would tell me if it was chastisement, I had to get it because I wasn't always, I got into some things, right, you know, but right, he, right. he directed me in the right way. And mm-hmm. I think a, a true mentor, a leader, uh, is always there to build you up, encourage you along the way, give you direction when you don't know because they've been there telling me how important education was, mm-hmm. telling me how important it is to work, telling me how important it is to treat people fairly, mm-hmm. telling me how it's not all about me making a difference. Yes. So all that made him my mentor or, or leader in my eyes. Well, that's awesome. And again, I can't commend him enough. He's obviously done a wonderful job with you. Yeah. Raising you. So even as you sit here and talk, and I didn't talk about this when we first started, mm-hmm. but we go way back. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> we right. Go way back. Yes, ma'am. We met at ULM and LU at the time. Right. We were in business, we're taking some business courses together. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like as you're talking, I see us back then, right? That's right. Just students. I had no idea where that degree or that study was going to take me. Right. And I know you had a, a path that you were carving for yourself at the time. Somewhat, yeah. But to see where, where we both are now. Exactly. Isn't God good? Yeah, he's great because I didn't yeah. see it. I, it's some things that I, and I'll say this to you. You never know where he's going to place you. Yeah. You just always have to be ready mm-hmm. uh, to start. You know, do the right thing. Yeah, and I think sure, if you sure. do the right thing, I tell people good will follow you. It's always mm-hmm. important how you treat people. You never know who you're going to need yes. down the road. You used to hear that when you were young and now mm-hmm. I'm getting older and I appreciate mm-hmm. those things that mm-hmm. were told to me. I appreciate having to be home before the street lights came on. Yes. I was upset when my parents did do it back then, but now I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And I tell them thank you and, and, and able for them to be here for me to tell them that. Yeah, sure, and so sure, it's sure. been an honor. Well, great, great, great. Again, you know, um, we hadn't talked much about it, but you're in a new position. Yes. Uh, if you want to mention Yeah, I, I will. I'll elaborate a little bit on that. My prior position where I was in management for another company mm-hmm. and uh, I was happy there and everything, but mm-hmm. just how the Lord opens up opportunities Mm. uh, where this was a great opportunity for me. I'm at the Monroe Housing Authority, uh, executive director. Mm -hmm. And uh, what comes with this to me is a lot of opportunity to be a servant to this community Mm -hmm. and being in a position where you can help others. And that's something I've always desired because I come from some humble beginnings. And, uh, And so... Uh, being in a position where you can help others and make a difference in people's lives is very important to me. Yeah. And and this job allows me to make a difference in my community, yeah. make a difference in people's lives, make a difference to be more self-sufficient, make yeah. a difference to be more growing in education financially. It's a whole package in this agency. And so I'm very fortunate to be here. Well, I tell you, I'm excited. I just feel like that God has called you for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. You are definitely in your element and everything that you've gone through, every setback, every setup has positioned you for where you are now. And I just can't wait to see how God uses you in this position to help so many people. Yes. And I'm very proud of you and happy for you and your family yeah. and the man that you are. Well, thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so, so much. with that in mind, if someone wants to contact you, to talk more about leadership opportunities or things that you're doing, how could they reach you? Yeah, sure. Uh, my email address is smart w s m a r t w at monroeha dot com. That's s m a r t w at m o n r o e h a 
Com. All right. Well, any final words? Well, I'll tell you, man, I'm honored to be on today. Uh, just a little old me and get an opportunity to talk into my community. It's been an honor for me. It's a blessing. I'm just so thankful. I'm humbled by this experience that you took out the time to talk to little me. And I mean that. And uh, just yourself, as you're doing some great things. Continue the work that you're doing. I'm excited for you as well. Uh, it's, it's amazing, like you say, how you can cross paths and just never know how the law going to end up and put people back together yeah, yeah. And, and doing great things as yourself. So I just speak blessings upon your life oh, that you'll continue to do what you, you work hard for each and every day. And uh, if there's anything I can do to help, you let me know. I just, I'm just looking forward to serving where I am. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Smart. Thank you. I think we've all left with, from this discussion thinking about how we can be a better service, better leaders in our churches and our communities and just to the world in general. So I want to thank my listeners for tuning in. I hope you've gained some great insight, learning about another wonderful person that lives in the community of Northeast Louisiana. And we hope to bring you another wonderful guest next week. Until then, remember, you are blessed and full of opportunity.